Hello, promoters, and welcome back to Roll Up, the official Phil Singer Games podcast. I'm your host, Sam, joined, of course, by the tournament master, Todd. Todd, how are you doing? I am uh, doing good. I have uh, emerged from my week away in the woods, uh, (laughs) an eventful week uh, full of uh, lots of rain, uh, five inches our first night, which kind of set the tone for the week. Lots of mosquito bites and uh, luckily no bear bites, despite uh, a few uh, visits from our friendly bear uh, uh, in camp uh, a couple times there. Bear was just checking in, wanted to make sure everything was okay, wanted to make sure you packed plenty of peanut butter, you know. Well, well, apparently there was some (laughs) s'mores makings that was found there. One of the the adults did leave some (laughs) s'mores out, and uh, yeah, the the bear found that no problem whatsoever. I do have a picture of uh, the bear with some marshmallow on its nose uh, as well. (laughs) I mean, look, better marshmallow than cocaine, right? That's true. No cocaine bear, (laughs) thankfully. Thankfully. Uh, That sounds like a lot of fun in spite of the elements yeah, and nature but, deciding to be a little invasive. Yeah. Yeah. The rest of it was a good week. You know, overall, you know, but a great bunch of guys there, a great bunch of uh, other adults that came along uh, for the adventure there. And uh, yeah, my, my first year as Scoutmaster uh, under my belt, I feel pretty good about it. So nice. Good for you. That's, uh, that's cool. Um, and uh, there's, there's much more to come, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, so, you know, I, I'm going to save I'm going to save my stuff for a little bit later. Uh, let's just hop right in and uh, get to talking about uh, the latest and greatest from Phil Singer Games. Of course, we are right on the eve of Galacticon oh, yeah. uh, in Waterloo, Iowa. Um, very, very excited. Um but we'll get to a little bit more of that again from my side of things later. Um, let's talk, of course, about the latest teasers, um, two of which, of course, are for the TNT Hall of Fame set number four, um, which will be running in conjunction with Galacticon this year in Waterloo. And uh, I'm just going to jump right to the big name, the name I'm super, super excited about, the name that I do have a funny story about, and that is none other then Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff, what a a wonderful name to add to the Legends of Wrestling canon. I, I, I Growing up the way I did, especially being exposed to WWF and following WWF at the time that I did, he was – he was a centerpiece. You know what I mean? Like he was, he was a main attraction and, uh, I, I loved the guy. I hated the guy. And then I loved the guy again. And, and I, I, I just, you, you know, getting to see more of his stuff as I got older. And when I was, I remember when I was in college and really discovering a lot of mid South stuff and seeing his, you know, his work in mid South and, and just, I, 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 what an incredible, you know, talent, um, in so many ways. And, uh, I think was, was the perfect, um, foil both as a face and a heel for a guy like Hogan. Um, and you know, that famous cage match, um, is, is, is one for the ages. Uh, if you've, you know, if you've not oh, yeah. seen it, you gotta, you gotta check that out. And it's if, amazing you know, it's, how they hit. They, it's, it's like the exact same time they hit. I don't right? know how they how they worked that one out. It's amazing. <laughs> and uh, if you're listening to this podcast, of course, uh, and you haven't seen it, I'd be shocked. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, um, so excited to have him in the game. Uh, the funny story about this is he was basically signed by two people at the same time. One of those people, of course, was Chad Olson, who got the actual signed document before the other person. And that other person was me. 
<laughs> because I had reached out to his son completely, you know, did not know that Chad had reached out to him as well. I think I actually reached out to him first, got the verbal first, but Chad had reached out to him shortly after and actually got the signed uh, form back before, before I did. Um, but, uh, I, you know, I, I could, I literally don't care at all. I'm just so excited to have him in the game. And I think he's such a wonderful addition. Uh, Todd, what are, what are some of your thoughts or memories uh, of Paul Orndorff? Well, let's see, you know, I, I kind of came in, uh, to wrestling right, right around WrestleMania three. So I know he was kind of like almost like the backup plan to Andre at that point. You know, so he wasn't even on the show. Uh, so I, I think I had missed the, I think the, I missed the cage match. I kind of came in after. Obviously, I've seen it since. Right. Uh, but I saw a little bit of his end there. I did see some of him in WCW, um, as, uh, as well. Uh, but yeah, he was, always, he was always great. You know, the, the parts I did see, you know, and I went back and saw all the stuff they did before and all the WrestleMania one kind of after the fact. And, you know, he, I mean, he was, he was wonderful. You know, what else can you say? <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, actually, you know, uh, 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 Mike almost got him signed a couple of years beforehand. He was actually at that same convention where we, in Philadelphia, where we signed a couple other, uh, folks. Uh, and, you know, and I think that's where we met Vader before we kind of got everything worked out there. Uh, but we, you know, he talked to Paul and I guess, you know, went through and he was, you know, he was almost, he was interested and in almost signed. And Mike mentioned it was a, you know, a card and dice game. And he thought it was gambling at first. Oh, and no. He wanted to do something with the game. I was like, no, no, it's not gambling. But he's like, ah, I don't know. Like, it could be. And I don't want to, you know, be sort of like, no. <laughs> so, it was such a bummer. We thought we wouldn't get him there. But, uh, yeah, obviously it's not gambling at all. So Right, right, right. Uh, but, yeah, so I'm glad we finally got him in there. Because, I mean, it's just a, just a great name. And it just fits so well in with so many other guys. That we have in the game uh, as well, and I gotta tell you, Bobby Heenan's uh, Heenan family is getting bigger and bigger every set these days. No you know? joke, no joke. Um, yeah, I, you know, it, it's funny because uh, when I was young and following wrestling, um, again, he was he was just right there, kind of in the in the center of things uh, in WWF, and then he disappeared for a little while, had the injury mm-hmm. and stuff, and and. and I think toyed with retirement. Uh, and when he came back to WCW, I was, you know, I just kind of started watching WCW a little bit. Uh, so this would have been, I think probably like 90, uh, 91, somewhere mm-hmm. through there. Yeah. And, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I just, I, I just loved watching him again and, and, you know, and seeing him and he had that run as the, the, the television champion for a while. And, um, it was cool because at that point I was old enough to have these memories of him, you know, in the, in the, in the early eighties, you know, almost a decade before WWF and now seeing him kind of in a different light and, you know, just portrayed in a different manner. And, uh, it, it was always cool. So, I mean, as, as you can tell, I'm really, really excited to have him in the game and I can't wait to, to put that card to use. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, absolutely. No, he should, he should be great. I'm, I'm trying to think like what, what's the first big match he should be. He should be uh, booked in there. That is a good question. 
That is a very, very good question. I mean, there's some, there's some great names to, to put him up against, obviously. Um, yeah, there's you know, Piper there is definitely right. One, I think as people mentioned, so. And if you want to go, I mean, obviously, if you want to go, you know, kind of the, the, the more the Mid South era, you could easily, you know, have him go up against the Black Glove Dibiase. Yeah. Um, you know, put the two of them in a program. That'd be fun. Um, let's see. I know in, I think it was in, Georgia, uh, he had uh, a bit of a feud with, uh, Zabisco, Larry Zabisco. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, the, it, it, it'll be a lot of fun to, uh, to, to kind of just put him through his paces with guys that, that he did actually wrestle in real life and the guys that he didn't, you know, never had the chance to for, for whatever reason. Um, there could be a lot of fun with, uh, you know, throwing him into a stable, like you mentioned with Heenan earlier, like put him in a stable maybe with, uh, um, you know, Bachwinkle and Stevens and Patterson and, 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 and Orndorff, like that would be a hell of a, a foursome right there. That'd be great. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but, um, yeah. And then, uh, also, uh, he was in Smoky Mountain for a while. Um, and, uh, you know, you could, you could take him up against like Dirty White Boy and, and, uh, uh, you know, folks like that. So there's definitely some, uh, some names. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, you know, speaking of names, we did have one other TNT name we have uh, announced, uh, which is uh, a little bit of a remake of someone we just did, right? <laughs> That's true. Uh, although, you know, in, in a very different uh, form, if you will. Oh, yeah, That's another than Masaseto, um, which, you know, he had um, success in the AWA, winning the World Heavyweight Championship there uh, in uh, 1990. And uh, he, I mean, he wrestled, he he had an amazing career. I mean, he he wrestled for like 30 plus years um, and spent a lot of time uh, in singles competition um, before he was even in the tag team uh, with Fuji. And, uh, and of course would wrestle in singles again um, down the road. So uh, yeah, I, I mean, it'll be really cool to see uh, the changes to the card as a, as a singles wrestler. Um, you know, whatever you do, don't take him to McDonald's. And uh, <laughs> I, think, uh, I, I, I think, I think folks are going to be pleased with this one. Yeah, uh, absolutely, absolutely. I think I heard uh, the call for an island uh, death match uh, there to match up him and him and Anoki. Anoki, uh, yeah, well, yeah, that'll be. Uh, I mean, <clears throat> let's see. Wait, it's going to be uh, at least at least two hours, right? You gotta you gotta stretch yeah. that out for at least two hours. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how you stretch out that <laughs> long of a match there with two guys, but yeah, we'll we'll figure it out there. Maybe it's like the old. Uh, you know, the old, was it the, I think it was a coffin match that we had that you had to roll the exact thing on the chart and you would never hit it. And, uh, right. you know, it keeps on going on forever. Yeah. There has to be something close to that then, uh, you know, to end it. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> um, now I, you know, I, I like the artwork a lot on this one too. And, um, you know, we're lucky to have him in the game. And, and so yeah. I, I think that it's wonderful to be able to, you know, to, to, to get a second card for a guy like this, because I do think it's, it's well deserved. You know, um, we can't necessarily give multiple cards to everybody, but in this particular yeah. case, I think it's absolutely warranted. No, def- definitely makes a lot of sense. Yeah. This was a hard, hard to find the right era. Uh, sure. reference for him there because there was a lot with him and Fuji and stuff and we were like, no, nah, that's not quite the era we wanted and eventually we found something we had to piece 
something together a little bit, like where we had a l- little bit more of a close up on the face, and then yeah, so, so, so Warner did his magic and was able to to, to do this. I think it came out uh, pretty well at the end. Um, and you know, again, if we ever get the inevitable uh, Kempatera card, you know, look at <laughs> uh, go directly to jail. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you're not familiar with that story, just uh. All you got to do is go to Saito's Wikipedia page and you'll find the beginnings of it there. But if you want to hear more about it, yeah, you should check out like a shoot with Kim Patera or something. He'll tell you the story as well, yeah. uh, at least from his point of view. Of course. Uh, so moving right along, let's go to Origins 2139. Of course, the announcement of Purge. Um, Vizier and the Catholics team are going for broke in Origins 2139. The plan is to purge their planet of all outsiders, and they are recruiting Purge to assist them in their goal. Purge is a powerful female warrior that is fiercely loyal to the Foundation's cause. She will be giving headaches to Lady Grandmaster, Killer Queen, Storm, and Bulldoze. Purge's border control finisher and deadly offense may catapult her to the top. There will be shocking new developments in the battle for Castellics. What will they be? Which team will come out in front? Uh, you know, it, it's, it's interesting because obviously with this, you know, with this race of aliens, um, there is a lot of similarity in the look. Um, yeah. and even with a, a more, you know, feminine silhouette, uh, compared to the other characters, um, I mean, you know what you're getting basically for, 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 for the look of this particular character in purge. Um, but I think she's going to bring a lot to the table. Um, I got a little sneak preview and who boy. (laughs) Yeah. 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 She'll, She'll be tough, uh, tough to stop there for sure. Yeah. Um, but again, you know, I, I, I'm just, I'm, I'm so excited. I, I feel like the, the teasers, um, have just, I, they've just been on point, um, and 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 I'm really looking forward to kind of seeing what the makeup of the teams is going to be like, uh, as well as you know, what the feuds are going to end up looking like. Uh, and, and it's really starting to feel like, especially with a character like Purge in particular, that while there will certainly be some of that classic, you know, team versus team, and you know, and, and individual feuds going on. Um, that there's just a lot more at stake for a lot of these competitors and throwing them in the mix with, you know, just kind of anybody and everybody as opposed to sticking directly to those, you know, kind of storyline feuds is going to be really interesting. Um, and there's going to be some great dynamics as far as like the, the, the card strengths and, 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 you know, the way that you're going to be able to get matches out of people. And, and then the sort of the competitive competitiveness of the mid card, which I know is something that, um, you know, I think Tom did want to do with yeah. this particular, uh, particular set. Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. Um, yeah, I th- yeah, I think I, I know there was a couple of people who were confused that didn't realize it was a female at first uh, from the from the photo, but I'm like, eh, I don't know, look, looks it's like a female yeah. to me. There's, there's, yeah, there's, <laughs> there's some telltale signs. Yeah, um, exactly, exactly. <laughs> as, uh, you know, as, as Gorilla would say, there's a protuberance. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, but, but yeah, uh, you know, and this isn't just about purge, but I just think that there are some really interesting characters that we've that we've seen already, and um, mm. um, I'm 
I'm really looking forward to reading that book because even though, you know, I might've had a little sneak peek here, there at some of the characters um, and, you know, individual cards or whatever, I, I don't really know anything about the story. Yeah. You don't know um, how it all fits together. There's, there's some, definitely yeah. some interesting parts that you're not, you, you wouldn't expect to get in this. Right. Uh, and I think, you know, I, I will give one little hint there that I, you know, I think has kind of been mentioned there along the way is I know last time we didn't have all the teams and stuff. They kind of like did away with teams in mm-hmm. 2138 and I think there's definitely some loosening back up of that rule again. I think, you know, which I was glad to see, you know, I guess that's a big part of the, the GWF is, is the teams. So. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's only natural that, you know, that that would play a part, you know, you can't have 50 plus years of game history, you know, kind of built that being the bedrock of the right. game in so many ways. It's nice to have that shakeup. It's yeah. nice to maybe step away from that, but it's going to be impossible to, get away from that completely. I think, unless you do just yeah. kind of blow it all up and start over again. Um, but, but yeah, there's definitely some surprises in store. Um, and there's going to be some really cool, uh, really cool stuff going on. So I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to that, uh, a great deal. Uh, and of course I'm also looking forward to the weekend, uh, as a whole. Um, and you know, we are days away as we sit here and record this on Tuesday evening, July the 18th, um, from, from the official kickoff, which will be Friday, July 21st at 10 a.m. Yeah. Um, Todd, tell yeah. us about what we can expect, uh, on Friday morning. Well, is that, well, first of all, Thursday night, anybody who gets in there early on Thursday, uh, we will have games av- available for you to pick up if you pre-ordered stuff, or even if you want to pick up stuff, you can pick up the TNT game, the, uh, Impact Pro game, and, uh, 2139 on Thursday night. If you're in, if you're in early, we'll be at the Dan Gable Museum for kind of the, the all access pass holder, uh, opening reception. And we'll also be back at the, uh, Best Western restaurant, um, there for the trivia night. Uh, and we'll have, um, uh, all the games there. There'll also be a special unboxing as well, uh, that, uh, well, won't be involved for everybody, but everybody, you know, I think we'll, we'll get a kick out. Of, we'll get a kick out of it. Uh, Uncharted territories uh, and the uh, roll-up crew will be part of that, and I'm very excited about that personally. <laughs> I, uh, I, I am as well. I am as well. Yeah. Um, but Friday morning we will start actually at you know the con proper at the uh, Waterloo Convention Center. We'll uh, <clears throat> you know open up the doors at ten. Uh, we will have in the morning, uh, you know, that's when you'll be able to get your con exclusive cards that will be, um, and, uh, a champions of the galaxy card, an indie card, a legends card, a sticker, as well as a in-person bonus item. And yeah, basically a lot of, a lot of things in there and, you know, you know, $30 is the main ticket. And if you're TNT pass holders, only 15 bucks and you get all that stuff. I, I we're trying to make it a, you know, a good deal for everybody who's going through all the effort of uh, making their, their way out to, to Waterloo, uh, for the weekend. Um, so yeah, you'll get that, you know, once you check in at, uh, 10 o'clock or, or thereafter, we'll also have, uh, the new, uh, second wave of the promoter prime cards for legends, uh, indies and champions of the galaxy. Uh, again, all the champions of the galaxy cards will, uh, work with 2139. They're all, uh, Tom has, uh, designed, uh, um, yeah, designed or, uh, uh, or had a hand in a big hand in all of them. Um, so those will be exciting to do. Um, 
Uh, we will have the Impact Pro Wrestling Tournament. We have a Champions of the Galaxy Tournament. And then we're also going to do a Galacticon Super Show. So this is going to be kind of like a open uh, card where everybody will kind of contribute different matches to it. Um, you know, yeah. Some dream matches and stuff like that. So maybe that's when we'll have that... Uh, um, pull under a Roddy Piper match uh, there. Uh, <laughs> you know, debut a lot of these new TNT cards as part of that, or you know whatever other dream matches people want to do. Uh, I think that'll be fun to do as part of that. That was um, honestly, I, I mean, that was we had so much fun doing that at the River yeah. Rumble um, last year, and uh, I'm so glad. I'm so glad to hear about that because that's going to be that. That'll just be a blast. It's so yeah. it's so it's so much fun to not only kind of book the card, but then to just like you know, play the matches as well as just see the matches and hear about the results because it just, yeah, it just ends up being so interactive and fun. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I definitely, uh, definitely completely ripped off the idea from the river rumble, (laughs) but I I figured everybody would be okay with that. Uh, But yeah, yeah, just always a good idea. You know, something I know not everybody's going to be there on the Friday. So I didn't want to overload it with too many tournaments and yeah, but then have an opportunity for people to use all the new cards they just got. So, um, yeah, obviously card is subject to change, you know, with everybody there, maybe we'll shift it around. Maybe we'll do that first. We'll have to see how things go, but I think we might do the impact pro wrestling tournament first. Uh, some of the guys from impact pro might be joining us as well. And hopefully we can convince nice. them, uh, to, to come play, uh, come play, uh, with us in that tournament. Uh, I think that'd be a lot of fun. Um, and, you know, and then we'll have everything open until about five o'clock there. Um, you know, there'll be some open gameplay. I know, um, you know, if anybody else, you know, I think there's a couple other people who want to do some different tournaments. There might be some go fight pow as well. I know Eric Kanishkani is, is going to be there. Um, uh, I'm not sure, actually, I'm not sure if he'll be there. Too early or not, but yeah, maybe he'll, you know, so it's a little bit of time there. There will be something else going on at the, uh, the Art of Wrestling podcast with Coke Cabanas in the afternoon. So, you know, if people don't, you know, want to go do that, you know, they're, they won't miss any tournaments. So that won't be during that time. Um, right. and then that, that evening is going to be the Impact Pro Wrestling show right in the same building. We're going to be in the, in the same, it's going to be downstairs. Uh, we'll be, I think we'll be upstairs in a room. I'll have more details exactly in the room. We'll, we'll have signs up pointing to where we're at and stuff like that. So you, you'll, you'll be able to find us. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, downstairs in the main hall, that's where the, um, where the, the show, uh, will be that night on Friday. And I think there'll be an after party across the street at the Doey Joey's pizza place, uh, which is a separate ticket as well. Then Saturday, that's our big day. That's when a lot of the main events are going to be happening. Uh, we'll open up early, nine o'clock, uh, there. Uh, hopefully, um, you know, we'll, we'll get our, our big partying out of our way on Thursday night and it won't be, it'll be a little bit of a, uh, you know, calmer night on Friday so that we can start <laughs> early on Saturday. Famous last words. I know, completely famous last words there. Um, plan is to do their Canada Cup on Saturday morning uh, to start the day. Uh, and then we'll also do our uh, 2139 tournament and our Legends tournament. Uh, both of those uh, we will do both in person and online uh, between 1030 and 1230 Central Time. Um, so uh, I know Greg Hunter and Carl Zilla are definitely helping out online uh, with those online tournaments. Um, we'll see how many other people we get signed up for that. I'm still, you know, waiting to hear back from a couple of folks. Uh, I just sent out the surveys, uh, late Monday night. So we'll see how many people want to jump into that. Maybe we'll get a, need another, 
uh, tournament moderator there. We'll see. Um, and then at 1230, we'll start with our charity auction. Uh, and that'll run right into our panel discussions. Uh, we'll patch Tom in from uh, Parts Unknown uh, <laughs> to, 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 to join us uh, for a little discussion on 2139. And then we'll have a couple of uh, announcements on what to expect uh, the second half of the year. Uh, you know, we definitely have a, I know the Indies lineup is pretty well set. I think our champions lineup. Um, we have a pretty good idea what's going on with a lot of that. And, uh, and eh, maybe, maybe something legends as well. I don't know. I'll have to see what, what, what Mike allows us to tell. I don't, I don't know. We'll <laughs> see. We'll see. Hopefully, hopefully something good. Yes, I agree. Uh, uh, you know, it's, it's so funny because of course, it, with Galacticon being, the focal point for, I think, the, the year in so many ways. Uh, you get all these great releases. It's the opportunity to hang out in person, to just have this amazing time with other promoters, the tournaments, the, the panels, et cetera. Um, there, of course, is that, that hunger for like what's next. And it's, it, it's weird because on one hand, it's like, well, let's just enjoy this and not worry about what's next yet. But of course, like it makes sense because we're all there. We're, you know, we, we want more information. We want to know where we're going. And, 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 uh, I, I think that there's a very good chance that we'll, we'll get, we'll get a few things, a few little, we'll definitely get a bottles. few things. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe not a ton of new art, but definitely a couple, a couple of good announcements and, uh, yeah, maybe a little bit of art too. So, um, but, uh, yeah, no, I think, uh, I think it'll be uh, a lot of fun with that. Uh, Sunday, you know, so was it Saturday night? We do have the, the banquet that's going to be there, uh, for those who are, uh, participating in the TNT side of things. Um, you know, there's the banquet right at the worth, convention center that night. Worth noting also that if you are a, a lifetime member, um, uh, yes. lifetime members represent, um, there is also a reception before the banquet over at the Best Western Restaurant. If you're not a lifetime member, as JR said multiple times last year, what are you waiting for? Um, so <laughs> you can head over to philcenterygames.com, click on Galacticon 2023, and about halfway down, you'll see a link uh, on how to become a Hall of Fame member. You could also do it in person, which is exactly what I did last year. Totally worth it. You know, it supports the the hall and uh, and also, of course, gets you the opportunity to have access to the reception, which is which is fun. I I, I had such a great time uh, last year uh, being able to kind of just hang out, talk with some other folks who were lifetime members. Um, you know, we had done the um, uh, uh, the podcast collective earlier in the day, which I had hosted. And so, you know, that, that opened up a lot of doorways for me to talk to other people, which was a lot of fun. And of course the talent is there as well. You know, you get the chance to talk to them. And, and, and even if you're not a lifetime member, the, the access will be there. If you are, oh, yeah. if you're hanging out at all, uh, you know, at the bar or, 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 you know, going around the hall or anything like that, you're, you're going to just run into people. I mean, uh, I talked to so many people last year just by, you know, running into them at the bar or running into them at the, you know, at the museum proper or, or, or whatever. So, um, the access is so cool and, and everyone is so friendly. Um, but becoming a lifetime member again supports the hall and, and, and it's a cool thing. You know, they give you a little, little pin and a little card and it's, it's cool. It's good stuff. I've got my pin right here. I'm going to be wearing it. Mm-hmm. I picked it up, uh, picked it up a couple of weeks ago. Make sure to have that. So, nice. yep. Uh, so Sunday, uh, you know, usually Sundays, you know, pretty, you know, pretty chill day there. We will end up pretty early because I know people do have uh, flights and things to get back to. So we, uh, we will have one last tournament, uh, but that's actually going to be at the museum itself. 
Um, that uh, you know, kind of our last chance to make it into the Galacticon Cup uh, will be TNT uh, Hall of Fame focused. We'll have guys from all four sets in that tournament. And then uh, the winners of all eight tournaments, including the two online ones, will participate in a the Galacticon Cup. And that uh, will be, the, at least the championship itself, will be held inside the uh, ring at the Hall of Fame, which is, <laughs> is pretty fun. That's awesome. Um, yeah. And uh, if you are one of the virtual winners, I think just to kind of make things kind of work a little easier, uh, we will uh, have you pick a proxy roller for you uh, in the, um, you know, at, at the con uh, just to make it a, a, a little easier out there. But uh, you know, hopefully the, you know, you, you can manage them remotely and be very much just like being uh, rolling the, rolling the virtual dice on the online, except, you know, there'll be someone physically rolling for you. So it's, it's all good. Absolutely. Um, and then you guys can share in the glory together there. Um <laughs> So yes, I think that that's that's the whole weekend there. I'm definitely looking forward to it. Uh, I mean, some great uh, stuff overall. Uh, you had a lot of fun at the IPW show last yes. year. Looking forward uh, getting you know seeing this one again. Uh, seeing those guys, they, they put on a great show. Uh, the banquet was great last year, and you know some really cool names lined up for this year, and some great speakers and stuff like that. So uh, very yeah. excited for that. If you know, and 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 just to interject, if you are curious yeah. at all about some of the folks that are going to be there, these are the names that you uh, will most likely, because of course, the card is always subject to change, be seeing in just a few days at the TNT Hall of Fame. J.J. Dillon, Jerry Briscoe, mm-hmm. Joe Malenko, Wes Briscoe, Colt Cabana, Marty Gennetti, Rock Riddle, uh, John Nord, uh, Rick McCord, Sin Bodie, Tommy Rich, Baron Von Raschke, J.B.L., Ross Hart, uh, Les Thatcher, Bill DeMott, Haku, James Beard, Thunderbolt Patterson, Ken Patera, Demolition Smash, Demolition Axe, and Bob Roop, amongst others. I mean... It's it's a pretty amazing lineup. Uh, it, it's yeah. it's definitely you know bigger and badder in some ways than last year. So um, it, it, again, it, it's just such a wonderful opportunity to to hang out and meet some of the folks that we've enjoyed getting to watch so much through the years. Uh, and again, the access is is pretty incredible. Everybody's very down to earth and friendly. And I think that that's one of the things that's amazing about the wrestlers is that they kind of expect it. They 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 kind of they're prepared for it. So there's no, there's no kind of attitude about kind of like, I, you know, I just, I, I just want to sign my autograph, drink my drink and leave. There is very much a, a welcoming atmosphere of wanting to say hi to people and talk to people and, you know, and shake hands and get pictures and that sort of stuff. So, um, it's, it's, it's a really cool opportunity. And, uh, I think that it's, it's, it's unlike a lot of other, fan experiences, you know, cauliflower hourly, uh, perhaps being the exception. So, um, I am on the record of saying this before, but I'll just add to it again. The fact that both things are happening at the same time in the same place is incredibly unique. It's a wonderful opportunity. It's amazing. It's, you know, it's not going to be the new normal by any, any yeah. stretch, <laughs> but, but, but what a wonderful, unique opportunity this year presents. Um, so yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. We want, I mean, there's a couple of folks who are coming that, uh, I've never been up there before. You know, of our of our game fans are going to be up there. It's like, you know, I, I couldn't miss having both on the same weekend. I, you know, I think that's a big draw for some people. And uh, yeah, there's so much going to be going on. Uh, I think a really you know cool opportunity, and very thankful 
uh, for for Troy Peterson and and uh, and, and Chad Olson for being welcoming, you know, for us to be there as part of that weekend. You know, we, we've you know we've been uh, you know helping with the fundraising in the last couple of years and and whatnot, and that definitely opened the door, you know, for us to be part of this whole experience. Uh, and, you know, uh, and I'm glad, you know, get a chance. I am a bummer to miss out on Jerry Briscoe last year. Uh, yeah. And, uh, glad to get another chance to talk to him there. Uh, you know, actually so many of the guys that we've had on our virtual conventions are going to be there. You know, we've had Les Thatcher on there. This is his first year at the TNT hall of fame. Um, we've had, um, uh, you know, uh, James Beard, uh, Joe Malenko, all those guys, you know, we've had virtually and, you know, you'll get a chance to meet them there too in person, which is, which yeah. is fantastic. Uh, I think I did hear maybe that Demolition Smash was unable to make it, uh, due to some, uh, I think a rescheduled surgery or something like that, mm. uh, which is unfortunate. So it'll just be axe. It's just like the LJN days, you know, you just get axe and no smash, <laughs> but, uh, that's all right. That's all right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, it's again, just such a cool opportunity, um, to have folks there. And, and like I said, card is always subject to change. I'm really looking forward to being able to actually meet Jerry in, in person. Um, you know, having had the opportunity to speak to him a couple of times and of course yeah. interview him on the, uh, um, uh, the con, you you know, I, I, yeah, it's that 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 is something I'm very excited about, and also getting a chance to to see Les Thatcher again, and, and James Beard, who is just so yeah. kind and so and wonderful, nice. and uh, you know, and and maybe even see uh, see Joe and see if he still likes me after that interview. That, uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, but yeah, I think also uh, uh, Conrad Thompson and Bruce Pritchard are going to be there too. I don't think we think we mentioned them. I mean, that's. Uh, you know, an interesting duo there as well. I think, you know, Bruce was a last minute addition as a, you know, to intro, uh, Conrad for the, um, uh, is that, is it for the, is it for the Melby award or is it for the, uh, no, no, it's for the, um, 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 Oh shoot! What award is it for the? Um, I have no idea. <laughs> the one that the one that Jim Ross won last year, uh, uh, Gordon Soli Award. Oh yeah, the Gordon Soli Award. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, Soli that's Award. what it is. Yeah, uh, Tom Burke is uh, getting the Jim. That's Melby right. Tom, award Tom Burke year. is getting the Melby Award. So yeah, so yeah, some yeah. Then we have our new uh, you know, uh, you know the, the great Malenko getting uh, the uh, first ever Trainers Award, which is great. And um, yeah, so I mean a lot a lot of great uh, people being represented uh, this weekend. And you know, great, great, just overall great celebration of the the history of wrestling, which is which is fantastic. So I'm I'm very much looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, like I mean, it's again, it is. It's just a wonderful opportunity, and uh, I, I think the fact that there's this going to be the synergy this year uh, between both events is super cool. Um, so yeah, uh, again, we're dropping this on Wednesday, July nineteenth. Some people will be arriving on Thursday, obviously. Others won't make it until in until Friday. Um, but it's going to be a, a wonderful weekend. It'll be a, an incredible time. Um, and uh, I think now is the perfect opportunity for me to kind of drop my news. Um, my initial plans were, frankly, to get there on Wednesday, the 19th. Um, I had talked with Chad uh, a few months ago about showing up early, helping out, you know, just, just being around. Uh, Waterloo, of course, is where I was born. So, um, I have, I have a little connection to the city. Um, and, uh, I was, I was really looking forward to going something that was in the calendar. And as fate would have it, uh, the past couple of weeks have just, been a storm to say the least. There's been a lot of stuff that's gone down. Um, 
you know, some, some personal family illnesses. Um, the sister of my wife's grandmother, um, being very ill and the, uh, her parents, my, my wife's parents, who of course were going to watch the kids while I was out of town, um, while, while Jessica was at work anyway, uh, they're no longer in town. Um, and, uh, uh, so that of course threw a bit of a monkey wrench in things. And then the, the torrential rains that we had for a few days here, including tornadoes, uh, um, played havoc with uh, our windows. Um, previous owners of this house did not necessarily take very good care of it. And so there was uh, some emergency stuff that had to take place there, which, which incurred a bit of a financial hit. Um, and then on top of it all, um, work has just been a bit brutal, uh, for, for my wife, uh, recently. And they're having to do some emergency stuff, uh, this week that was completely unplanned and, and not at all, um, on the radar prior to this. And so it really kind of upset things a bit to say the least. Um, the, the, the good news is, is that it, it looked like Honestly, within the last 48 hours or so that I might not be able to go at all. Um, that is not the case. I should be there Friday afternoon and, uh, I'm, I'm so glad that I'll be able to, to make it. Um, but it was certainly in doubt. Um, and it, it sucks quite frankly that I'm not going to be able to be there earlier like I had initially planned. Um, so, uh, apologies, uh, to, to the, the friends and, 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 and fandom, uh, and community and promoters, um, that I, I won't necessarily be there as present and as, and as active as usual, certainly not like last year. Um, but I'm really looking forward to being able to spend the time that I can there and see everybody and hang out, um, being there for the show, the IPW show on Friday. And of course, uh, the festivities on Saturday and, and hopefully sticking around for the banquet as well, depending on, you know, travel and that sort of stuff. Um, is, is exciting and I'm, I'm really, really looking forward to it. Uh, but I figured I would just kind of throw it out there on the pod so that anybody who's listening would, would know ahead of time. Um, and, uh, uh, and I just, it's not at all what, what I wanted. It, it certainly made me feel pretty, pretty sad, quite frankly, that things got screwed up, but life happens. And, you know, as we always say, family first. And, uh, in, in this instance, um, there's just been a lot to happen in rapid succession. And, uh, so yeah, so I, I, I'll be there when I can, um, <laughs> but unfortunately I won't be there the whole time. Well, I'm glad to have a little bit of Sam, uh, rather than no Sam. So, <laughs> you know, that, 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 I'm glad, you know, I'm, I'm sorry to hear all the things, you know, that that's kind of gone down, uh, recently there, but, uh, I'm glad that things sound like they're, 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 Making it so you can at least be there for a good part of it, at least for the, you know, make it for the show Friday night, make it for the big day on Saturday. Um, so that's great. I'm glad, I'm glad to, uh, things have worked out. Yeah. Me too. Me too. Um, again, you know, I, I wouldn't want to miss any of it because it's just such an incredible time, but at the very least, I'm, I'm not going to miss all of it, which is, which is awesome. So, that's um, great. special, special thanks to my wonderful and incredible wife. Um, um, for, for, for everything really. But, uh, uh, let's pivot away from that, uh, and talk a little bit about, um, I guess what's going on in the, the real world for a second, right? 
Real wrestling. Real wrestling. Uh, it's always real to me. Um, so, uh, so, uh, I, I, the, I guess the thing I want to start off with first, actually, uh, just because, you know, it, it harkens back to my, my roots, uh, when it comes to, um, wrestling podcasting is that New Japan Pro Wrestling's, uh, G1 Climax 33 began, uh, this past weekend. And, um, you know, it's it's always a super exciting time of year. Um, we've got four blocks um, um, of uh, of eight competitors, um, so it's a big, big tournament, obviously. Um, and uh, it, you know, it's such an incredible array of names. Um, New Japan talent, uh, AEW talent, um, you, you know, uh, some, some other names from other, uh, Japanese promotions in there as well. Uh, it's, it's, it's a wonderful opportunity in particular, I believe this year for two names, two names that, uh, I enjoyed watching so much as young lions when we first started the, uh, King of Wrestling podcast. And those names are Rin Narita and Shota Umino, um, who had a time limit draw, uh, on the first night, um, which is just great for them. I mean, they're both incredible talents and, and, and I think they're, you know, the, the future, uh, of, of the promotion in so many ways. So it's exciting to see them, uh, not only getting, you know, a good showing hopefully in the tournament, but also, you know, having that time limit draw, I think is super cool. Um, there's been a couple of surprises. The biggest, I see, one, I see, I see Ren has had two time limit draws so far. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, uh, Yoda Suji, who was another young lion, actually, um, when, when we started the podcast. Uh, so, so he's another guy in there that it's, it's great to see, um, you know, kind of, kind of show it out in, in that fashion. Um, you know, uh, a couple of surprises already. Um, yeah. the, the biggest one, I think, being that Tai Chi defeated, uh, Will Ospreay, uh, on the first night, um, which is, which is definitely, uh, punching above his weight. But, uh, uh, <laughs> that's the great thing about the G1. There's always going to be, uh, surprises. Um, there's always going to be some upsets. And I think that the, the, when, when the tournament is booked well, um, those, those, you know, those upsets help to tell a, a grander story and whether or not we're, we're leading to, you know, uh, Osprey making it, you know, towards the, the end of this tournament looking strong and, uh, potentially being in the finals or at least the semifinals. Um, you know, this loss create helps to create drama for him and, and kind of puts him immediately like on his heels. And, uh, I think it's, I think it's great, uh, to, to, to see, um, to see the way that these things will, will be booked and how things will, you know, will, will play out. Um, the, the other thing that's kind of interesting too, uh, is, is that, you know, thus far we've seen some of the Gaijin talent, uh, performing really well. Uh, you know, you've got, uh, Eddie Kingston beating former champ Shingo Takagi, uh, night two, uh, Zack Sabre Jr. taking out Hiroshi Tanahashi. This is not surprising to me for a number of reasons. The biggest one being that every single person I think who watches a Hiroshi Tanahashi match right now will tell you the same thing. And that is he's one of the greatest to ever do it, but it's time. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's, you know, and, and so, uh, yeah, I mean, Zack Sabre beating them is exactly what, what needs to happen there. 
Um, there are still a lot of people that are high on Zack Sabre Jr. for potentially, you know, being in the main event scene in New Japan at some point. I don't know if it'll happen or not, uh, but he's certainly paid his dues. He's certainly, I mean, an incredibly talented individual um, in so many ways. Um, I think he's probably one of the best heels around. Like, I, I can't think of many people who can can match his heel work, quite frankly, right now. Um it it, 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 he has a unique style of it too. You know, I mean, obviously you got MJF, you got Roman, you got, you know, I mean, I'm not trying to necessarily put him in that same category, but, but, but I guess I am because I just think that his heel work is, is magnificent. So, um, seeing him, uh, you hopefully do well in the tournament will be great. Um, Jeff Cobb also beat Tetsuya Naito again. You know, I don't see this as an upset because Cobb has been pushed really well and, and treated really well in new Japan. And I feel like this is almost kind of like an earned spot for him. So to have a win over Naito, you know, it's a big deal, but I don't necessarily see this as being an upset because I think, you know, Cobb has knocked off other guys before he's beat Okada. So like, again, I don't think that that's um, to be looked at as an upset. I just think it's, again, it's kind of where, where he can perform um, and where he can be in the tournament. So. And a lot of times you see in the G1 early on, you, you get a couple, you know, the outside guys do get some wins early on. I remember mm-hmm. it was a Moxley one on a huge run at the beginning, mm-hmm. you know, when he came in in uh, 2019 before, uh, but then, then, then he lost to Yano and everything kind of fell apart after that. If I remember right, right, the story, right. Which, which was kind of great. Uh, but yeah, you might see Eddie picking up a couple wins at the beginning. Is he going to make it all the way to the finals? Yeah, I don't think so. But you know, I got to think that guy's, uh, enjoying the hell out of all this right now. Yeah. Yeah. I completely agree. And it's great yeah. to see him win the new Japan, uh, strong title over there too, winning it in, uh, in Japan before the start of this was a nice, a nice, uh, a nice start of things for Eddie in Japan. Yes, I, I completely agree. Um, what a great moment. What a, well, yeah, just what a great moment. Oh, yeah. Um, there's a lot of names to, you know, to really keep our eye on. I think for the tournament, uh, you know, in particular bullet club leader, David Finley. Um, yep. I think it's going to be really uh, important time for him. So I wouldn't be surprised to see him, uh, you know, go on quite the tear in his, uh, in his bracket. Of course, one of the things that's really interesting is that, uh, Tamatanga is in his bracket. Mm-hmm. Um, and there is, you know, obviously some, some bad blood, uh, there that I think could, uh, could, could play a huge part in, you know, kind of their trajectories, not only in the tournament, but, um, even going, you know, going forward for their, uh, um, for their feud because they've, you know, they've been, again, they've been, uh, um, kind of circling one another and they, you know, they had, they, they had a, a match, um, um, back in May. Um, so I, yeah, I, I think that they're, you know, that, that that's really, that's going to be an interesting story to follow within that particular, uh, block. Um, you know, Sonata being the current champ, um, he's in an interesting block as well. Uh, in, in so much as you've got somebody like Shota Umino in, in that block, um, who he already defeated. Um, but, uh, it would be interesting to see if, if Umino can start to put together some wins, um, after this, because I see him finishing pretty high in the tournament, quite frankly. The other big name, of course, in, in his block is, uh, Kaito Kiyomiya, who is, um, a former, uh, GHC, uh, heavyweight champion over in, um, wrestling Noah. So I, I think having him in that block, uh, with Sonata, uh, will create again, some kind of interesting dynamics. Uh, oftentimes when, when a guy like that comes into the G one, they usually get 
kind of like what you were talking about with Moxley, they usually get some big wins and I could absolutely see him getting a win over Sonata um, and, and, you know, getting those guys in, in the ring uh, again. Um, Cause I'm pretty sure they, maybe not, maybe I'm thinking regardless, I think it's a, it, it's kind of a no brainer um, yeah. that if you wanted to, if you wanted to get, um, get him a big win over somebody like Sonata and then have a title match down the line. Um, that's, that's, I mean, that's new Japan one oh one, quite frankly. So who do you see as the winners of the four brackets there if you had to pick them out right now? I mean, I think you've got to have Sonata. Um, Agreed. You know, win his, win his bracket. Um, you got Okada and Osprey. Yeah, that's the, that's the hardest there. one for me, to be completely honest with you. Because on one hand, like, you look at it and it's like, well, you got to go Okada. But you could easily go Osprey. Um, I think though that Osprey's trajectory and the trajectory that makes the most sense to me is Omega Osprey three at the dome. Agreed. So I could easily see Okada winning the block just because, you know, long-term it makes more sense in this instance for Okada to maybe get that. Um, unless, well, the, the, the top two come out of each block is, is the thing in the eight man tournament. That's how they're doing the, this year. Okay. So yeah, I mean, in that case, in that case, yeah, I think it's gotta be Okada and Osprey. Um, and I think in block A, it's gotta be Sonata and Kiyomiya. Um, mm-hmm. I, it just makes the most sense to me, um, with hopefully Umino, you know, finishing right below. Cause I think that he's the one that, that should, in my opinion, finish, uh, um, towards the top of that. And then block C, I mean, probably well, it's gotta be David one. Finley. It's gotta be Finley. um, well, this one's hard because I, I mean, I would love to see Eddie Kingston come out of that looking strong, but I think it's probably going to be Finley and Takagi or maybe Finley and, and Tamatanga. Probably Finley and Tamatanga. Um, block D, it's got to be Zack Saber Jr. Naito? Yeah, I think so. I think, I just don't, I mean, I don't know. I mean, Naito is—it's so interesting the way that they treat him. Quite frankly, um, <laughs> you know, I feel like if it, 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 let me put it this way, it would not surprise me if he doesn't. It would could not be, surprise could be like me a Cobb or someone like that exactly. coming out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 exactly. So, you know, it, it's always fun to follow along. I don't watch every single match anymore. I just don't have the time no. for it. But uh, you know, at the very least, following the tournament is always enlightening, and uh, I think that. You know, Ghetto always does a wonderful job of of of, of uh, booking it, and and I mean, even before he was in place as the booker, I mean, the the tournament was almost always um, booked well. You know, it's like they just they they just get it. They know how to kind of do it, and always have kind of these satisfying uh, results, even if they're you know, even in the years where they did like single elimination or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Well, o- always a fun time there, and uh, it will definitely be interesting to see when is the. Uh how long is this going? This is going on until August thirteenth. Is uh, is the the final? Yeah, so basically so a month. Still, still got a month. Yeah, mm-hmm. still got like four weeks to go. So exciting stuff. Yeah. Um, speaking of exciting stuff, we are uh, one day removed. By this time tomorrow, we'll have seen it from blood and guts in AEW. Um, and, uh, you know, real quick before we actually talk a little bit about blood and guts, uh, I do want to mention um, Collision this past Saturday. Uh, what a great show. Had some 
just fantastic matches. Uh, the tag team match in particular uh, with FTR and, and Jay White and, um, Oh my Chris gosh. Robinson. Just, yeah. Thank Chris you. Chris Robinson. Robinson, uh, um, was just phenomenal. Um, I, I mean, you know, some people are, are calling it the greatest tag team match they've ever seen on American television. Uh, your mileage may vary, but I don't think that anyone watches that match and doesn't, you know, come away from it feeling like they just watched a great match at the very least. Um, but, uh, yeah, that match was fantastic. Absolutely incredible. Um, I don't think it's going to take a genius to figure out who ate the pen uh, in the uh, in the third <laughs> fall because it was two out of three falls. It was a tap. Oh, it was right? a tap. Yeah, yeah, yeah sharpshooter sharp tap out. Of course, we're That's in right. Calgary. Yeah, because they're in Calgary. Um, speaking of being in Calgary, though, it was also the finals for the Owen Hart tournament, both the male and the female um, uh, finals. And uh, I thought. Willow Nightingale, uh, winning for the, the women's uh, version was awesome. Uh, mm-hmm. and then of course you had CM Punk and Ricky Starks. And I, I just think it's great booking. Starks wins. He uses kind of some heelish tactics in order to get the win. Um, it, it, it's great for him. It puts him in a great position and it gives you exactly what we were kind of talking about with the G1, the perfect opportunity for a rematch for Punk to pick the win back up. Um, not that he necessarily even needs to, but I do think that that match will happen at some point um, yeah. again. And, and I do think that punk will end up winning it. Uh, but just, I, yeah, again, I just thought it was, it was, it was a really great moment, great opportunity. Um, and good to see Ricky Starks get the win. Cause you know, he has been for a guy who came in um, and got hot so quick in AEW and then suffered the injury that he did, which, you know, could have, been a career ender for some folks, quite frankly. Um, and then to come back the way he did and just slowly but surely build that momentum and get himself back into that, that rhythm in the ring, even, um, to being where he is and has been now for the past couple of months. I mean, he has been a workhorse for AEW and put on consistently good matches. So, uh, really glad to see him get that win. And I think getting the win over Punk in particular is a, is a, is a big deal. So, uh, I thought that was a cool moment. Yeah, absolutely. No, was, yeah, overall, uh, some good matches there that night. Although I got to say, still my favorite part of Collision is the opening. I love the old Saturday Night's uh, main event style opening with all the little <laughs> short promos going right into the Elton John song. You know, I, don't know. I, 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 I think I really like the production. And it, it's, a, it's another A show. I mean, you know, right. Dynamite is a little bit more of the storyline and uh, Collision is definitely more a little bit more of the wrestling show. Uh, and, and I think it's nice to have both of those, you know, I was a little hesitant, definitely having another two hour program there, but, uh, you know, so far so good so far it's working pretty well. And I think it's getting a, ch- a chance for a couple more guys to shine on such a deep roster that they do have. Yep. Yeah, I completely agree. And look, I've knocked AEW quite a bit lately and, and I feel like after this past week, I mean, just they're firing on all cylinders again and it's lovely to see. And, you know, they, they have such an incredibly talented roster, so many talented folks working for them behind the scenes. And it's just really nice to see them putting out just good matches, good stories, having some big moments. Um, that does the great thing about the big moments that they've been having recently. They don't make me feel like, how are they going to top this? How are they going to top this? How are they, which I feel like they got into that trap a little bit, especially yeah. when they were bringing in some of the names and that sort of stuff. And now it just kind of feels like, 
especially with the addition of collision, they're able to maybe take a little bit of a breath. They're able to kind of say like, okay, now, you know, we've got the room to tell the stories, to use the talent, to do what we, you know, what we want to do and, and really put, you know, some, some good, good matches on. Um, speaking of which blood and guts is, is always a fun time <laughs> to yeah. say the least. And one of the, one of the biggest things that came out of um, uh, the, the build to blood and guts, as far as I'm concerned is, is a payoff that if you have been following AEW since the beginning, if you've been following AEW even since before the beginning, quite frankly, and I know that might not make much sense, but uh, if, if you have, there is one name in particular that has been missing. Um, and, the fact that Kota Ibushi is coming in and is going to, you know, be in a ring with Kenny Omega, with the elite, the golden elite, you know, back together. Um, it just kind of fulfills a promise. It feels like it was something that was necessary. And I'm so excited for that particular aspect of this match, you know, not to mention seeing what crazy shit, you know, John Moxley's going to do, uh, much less a guy like Pac who also got added to the match. So, you know, oh, wow. it's, um, yeah. It, it, yeah, I think that this this thing has all the makings for being um you know just just probably one of their their better blood and guts matches quite frankly. No, no. It, 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 yeah, I mean, uh, just and Nabushi to it is just been fantastic, amazing, like so wonderful that he's finally going to be there. I mean, is uh, my first time seeing Abushi was uh geez, how long ago was this now? It would have been is it really 14 years ago? <laughs> oh my gosh. 14 years ago and just being completely blown away. And I mean, he's just continued on to just be such an amazing, uh, amazing wrestler. And, uh, yeah, no, it's really cool that he's going to be part of this. And, uh, yeah, I, I, blood and guts. I mean, both of them have been really, both the matches have been great so far. Uh, and, and I'm sure this one is not getting disappointed at all. Yeah, uh, I, you know, and I think that the, the whole show, I mean, there's, there's going to be some good stuff on there. Um, and, and, uh, again, if you haven't been watching, if you haven't been paying attention, even if you've never watched, I feel like now is a really, really good time actually to kind of, you know, get back into or get into, um, AEW because I, I do, I mean, for, for as much as I've knocked them, uh, recently, it just feels like they're, they're really firing on all cylinders right now. And when they fire on all cylinders, they're as good as, as anything ever, period. Like, I mean, it's just, they, they, they've got the talent for it. Um, we're going to get that hook and, uh, Jungle Boy Jack Perry match, um, which, you know, the setup for the match is perfect, right? You, you, partner turns on one partner and now you're going to have a match between the two, but, uh, it, it, it has not had quite all the sizzle that I think it, it could have had, um, in the, in the build up to it. But I do think that the match itself could be fantastic. So, yeah. And we, we, a couple of weeks ago, we were on saying, you know, with the, 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 the Jack Perry heel turn, it could be that something gets to the next level. Let's see. You know, it, it, so far it's been a little lackluster, but we'll see. I mean, and I'm sure the match will be great. You know, both yeah. these guys put on a really good match, and uh, I'm sure there'll be some good emotion and stuff like that. And uh, I'll be interested to see Perry actually wrestle as a heel, which I guess we've seen before. So, uh, should be interesting there, uh, for that. And then also we have the, uh, MJF Adam Cole versus uh Guevara and Daniel Garcia. 
There we go. So that that should be great. Um I mean, I've really enjoyed all the stuff with MJF and Adam Cole, myself, all the yes. vignettes and stuff like that. I think they've done a great job. I mean, I mean, you, you know, MJF's just going to be, you know, just awful in the end because that's just what he does. Uh, but, uh, yeah, right now I'm definitely enjoying all that. And, um, you know, the winner of the match this week will challenge for the titles the following week in my home state. <laughs> I haven't gotten tickets yet, but I'm very intrigued and was actually just on uh Ticketmaster now, just seeing how seeing what the ticket situation looked like. So I don't know. Might be it might be a game time decision there. We'll 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 say. Say. I'm all about it. I'm all about it. You should go. Um I you know, I will say that yeah, that that this um to me uh it, it makes sense that Cole and MJF win the match. Oh yeah. Um but but if they decided to maybe, you know, I think there's more mileage they can get out of it. So I don't think this is going to happen. But I could also see the alternative of MJF turning on Cole in this match and Guevara and Garcia going on to face FTR because I think that that's a great match, too. You know what I mean? So uh, you've sure. got you, you, you what basically what I'm trying to say is you've got an excellent setup here between two guys or between four guys, two teams that you're going to get a great match out of. And whoever wins this, you're going to get another great match out of when they face FTR. So yeah. it's just a, a, you're it's a, you're in a win win situation, which is which is always a lot of fun. And I think that there is just a slight element of unpredictability, which, again, is exactly what you want. Um, and that's that's how I kind of felt about Starks and Punk. Right. Like I, I, I kind of felt like Starks probably needed this win a little bit more and it yeah. would have been cool to see him win. But I also was like, yeah, are they going to beat Punk? You don't know. So I just think again that that's just a sign of fire in all cylinders and, and, and I'm here for it. Um, you know, uh, let's, let's switch gears here and talk about WWE. They're heading into SummerSlam. Um, and I, I think that, you know, there's still a little hit and miss for me if I'm being completely honest, but, uh, the hits are are hitting pretty high and yeah. there's some really, really great stuff going on and there's some really great matches taking place too. Um, you know, just like the type you're, you're seeing work out of guys where you're actually able to say like, yeah, that's like, that's what they're capable of. And yeah. you know, you, you, you should be seeing Seth Rollins have these type of matches week in and week out because that's what he can do. Um, so it, yeah, the storytelling, um, and, 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 the, and the matches and, and the work that we're seeing is, is great. And I just, yeah, I, I think that SummerSlam is shaping up to be, um, a heck of a card. You know, we, we've only got two like confirmed in the books matches, but we pretty much know the whole card already. Yeah, I, um, I, if you I think it's attention. pretty much been kind of hinted. It's going to be a triple main event is kind of the, the talk there. So yeah, uh, Seth and Finn, my guess is demon Finn this right. time. Um, uh, Roman Reigns and Jey Uso, which yep. uh, yeah, big, big build there. And then Brock and Cody number three with some type of stipulation. So I don't and know what that's going to be, but look, I'm going to be honest with you. All right. And, and, and I know that there are people that will not agree with this, but I think your main event, your real main event of that show is Cody and Brock. Wow. And wow. that's, I know, I know because the bloodline stuff has obviously been huge and this yeah. jay and roman thing is a huge payoff but i'm going to be completely 100 percent honest unless jay uso is beating roman reigns for that title which he's not you do not put that match on last because if you do 
I mean, why? Why do you continually want to send the fans home? You know what I mean? Like, the only way you do that, the only way you do that, which they've not done this yet on a pay-per-view, the only, or a premium live event, the only way you do that is if you have Cody beat Brock earlier in the night, yeah. and then after Roman destroys Jey Uso, you have Cody walk out there and, you know, and you kick things off towards Mania next year. But I don't think they're going to do that. So in my opinion, why not put Cody and Brock on last and send the fans home happy for once, for Christ's sake? <laughs> well, there's the last time they were, you know, the Usos beat uh, Roman and Solo uh, in uh, That's Money in the That's Bank. True. So that, that, they did go home happy there. Fair so point. we'll give them that. Um, and then, uh, oh, yeah. And it was actually, was it, was it the uh, Roman and Solo versus Sammy KO? I think it was the month before at uh, Night of Champions. So, I mean, Roman's lost the last two pay per views. So, you know, in tag matches, but still, you know. Right. Uh, so I don't know, we'll, we'll we'll see. We'll we'll see how how it all shakes out. But uh, yeah, my guess is it's going to be Roman going on last, and he's going to win. So. Oh, yeah, of course, <laughs> of course. I mean, yeah, yeah. He's, he's yeah, yeah. But you know, the the thing is, is like I I think that this is a wonderful sort of capper in a lot of ways to the storyline. I don't think it's truly going to end until probably middle of next year or even SummerSlam next year. But I do think that that in, in a lot of ways, this can be viewed as the climax of the Bloodline storyline. And and everything mm-hmm. that happens after is denouement, including when Reigns drops the title at Mania. Because any other, any other into media this year is, is bullshit in my opinion. So like, you know, like that to me is, 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 is not, you know, the climax of the story. The climax of the story is, is Jay versus Roman here at SummerSlam. Yeah. Um, three, three years after they last uh, battled, uh, you know, when they started off the whole bloodline thing. So, right. Uh, yeah. On that. Yeah. And I mean, I, I, I don't see Seth losing the title to Finn. Um, Yet, but, but I, again, this is one of those great situations where I wouldn't be surprised because Finn has been and has been for a while, you know, I, I would probably argue like they're number two heel behind Roman. Like I can't think of anybody else who has just been a pure bastard, you know, heel, uh, like a real heel. Like I don't even count Gunther as a heel because he's just so over because right. the matches are so freaking incredible. I don't count Brock as being a heel necessarily because yeah, he is. But at the same time, I think he's just filling a, a niche. Whereas Finn can just do anything. Yeah. With anybody, anytime. So, so I, I mean, I, I, I wouldn't necessarily put it past him. And, and clearly those two have a lot of history. So, um, yeah, I don't know. It'll be it'll it'll be interesting to see. I mean, I think Rollins is going to win, but again, it's one of those things where there's a little bit of unpredictability to it, which I sure. like. The match is going to be awesome. Yeah. Well, yeah, and there's some other interesting stuff there. Also, kind of rumored, uh, you know, Charlotte, uh, Bianca Belair, and Asuka, triple threat. I mean, all three of those uh, women put on a great show. Uh, so I'm sure that one's going to be a, a fantastic sh- uh, match. Uh, was it looks like was it Becky and Trish? It looks like actually, it's a two, two like, um, 
you know, Ronda and Shayna, maybe it was like two non-title women's matches, four women's matches on the show altogether, you know, potentially, which is, which is pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I've heard a couple different possible opponents for Sammy and KO. We'll, we'll, we'll see what happens there. Um, the latest I'm hearing is, um, uh, Damian Priest and, uh, Dominic Mysterio. And actually, uh, just had breaking news on the Jim Steele News Network, uh, aka Jim texting me, uh, hmm. that um, Dominic Mysterio just won the NXT North American title tonight. No way. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, <Okay>. Wesley. <laughs> I know, right? There's <laughs> a nice run, you know, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's interesting there. I was not that expecting to see that. So, um, but yeah, no, it's shaping up to be a pretty good card. You know, SummerSlam has been pretty good. You know, it's 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 the it's the big fan show. You know, every year it's like WrestleMania is for the masses, and SummerSlam tends to be you know for the fan for the the diehards there. And uh, I think there's a a couple good uh, couple good things uh, coming down the pike. Then um, it's a little earlier than usual this year too, right? Uh, is that right? I don't know. I don't know. I, I think do not know the answer is. to that. I think it is August fifth. You're right. Yeah, that is. Yeah, a pretty early. easy. Yeah, yeah, pretty early. Pretty early. So, um, yeah. So it should should be uh, should be good in uh, in Detroit, Michigan. So I think we have a couple people we know that'll probably uh, be at that show as well. So, yeah, real 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 good stuff. I mean, it's a good great time to be a wrestling fan right now. So many great right. things going on. I mean, that's that's the whole that's the whole story of all this. You know. Uh, New Japan, AEW, WWE, and of course IPW. You know, Impact Pro Wrestling. Um, yeah, you know, hey, this Friday uh, in Waterloo, um, it's going to be a great show. There's some incredible talent um, that that's going to be on that card, and uh, it's just fun, man. It's just, I mean. It was just so much fun. It really, really was uh, a great time last year. And uh, I'm, I'm so glad, uh, that it should things, should things continue going well, uh, that I will be able to be there for, for that because, uh, yeah, it's just such a good time. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely looking forward to that. Um, and, um, yeah, I guess are we wrapping up here? Yeah, you know, I uh, one thing I want to say before we get out of here, I sure. didn't, unfortunately I didn't get to be on the IPW roster reveal last week because that was one of the nights when the rain was was coming in, um, which was not great because uh, it happened twice, not just once, but twice. Um, but anyway, uh, uh, I am so thrilled for that set. Some great talent. In fact, that we're getting yeah. three new um, women indies cards with that, with the Hale Twins and Keandra, which is just fantastic. Um, I mean, like, I, to be completely honest, I was lobbying for the Hale Twins to, to be like prime cards over the past 12 months at some point, just because like, let's get them in, let's get them in, let's get them in. Um, but the time has come, uh, which is great. Of course, Bryce Jordan, I mean, you, you knew that that was coming. And if yeah. you didn't know that that was coming, um, I don't know what to tell you, uh, but so, so excited, thrilled to have him in there. Uh, the TS aggressor card, uh, that, I mean, yeah, it's, it's going to be a great set and, uh, very, very, very excited, um, to, to add those cards to the collection and, and to get the dice rolling, um, on IPW. So, um, 
And, and also, I will just say thank you, a big thank you, you, you know, to to you and Mike, of course, but but obviously to the Uncharted Territory crew, um, and for James Jeffries and and, and T.S. Aggressor joining because, uh, yeah, it was it was it was a great show. It was great to just be able to listen to it. Um, obviously, Chad handled things uh perfectly of course and uh um you know it was it was great so uh i'm 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 glad that it all went off with without a hitch and uh i was i was glad to be able to listen to it and um enjoy it as much as i did and i'm just really looking forward to to this weekend uh, and i hope to see folks there yeah absolutely yeah there's definitely yeah, it should should be a pretty good uh, pretty good sized group there i'm just you know every day i'm seeing a couple more folks uh buy their tickets. A couple of people I know I'm still waiting to see if they're going to buy, you know, I know that I know are coming as well. So, uh, we should have a good, uh, good crew out there in Waterloo for sure. Um, uh, I do not have an update on my legends tournament. Uh, too many other things going on in life right now and me being away last week and kind of catching up afterwards. I haven't been able to run anything more since the initial, uh, round robins there, but, uh, I, my goal is still to play out the, we'll play out the 32 man tournament uh, over the course of the, uh, the weekend out in Waterloo is my plan. So, uh, <laughs> hey, uh is that maybe I'll knock out the first, uh, the first round back at the hotel and, uh, play out the, uh, play out, uh, some more, uh, on, on Saturday during that kind of open tournament time or, you know, maybe th- you know, throw a match on the, uh, on the, uh, super card as well. So, but, nice. uh, planned it. I planned to crown a champion by the end of the weekend for sure. <laughs> That's the plan. It'll be fun. I'm really looking forward to it. It'll be great. And, um, yeah, uh, I come make some memories, come have a good time, meet some incredible talent, uh, hang out with the folks, roll some dice, uh, get all the new releases. And if you can't be there in person, of course, there is the virtual component. Um, and, uh, cards will be, of course, hitting the mail. Right after the con or shortly after the con, uh, obviously, uh, sometime next week. Um, so promoters, uh, who, who are unable to attend should be on the lookout for that. Uh, cards, uh, I believe online will be dropping sometime this weekend, correct? Yeah. Uh, I believe, I believe on Friday we'll have the, uh, online cards dropping, um, for those who are attending virtually. Uh, so if you are getting a virtual ticket, you will get it a little earlier. Uh, you know, get it on the Friday. We'll also Very have a PDF, nice. PDF book available for everybody on Friday, uh, to, to read. Um, and, uh, you know, maybe before you get your cards, then, um, yeah, and before the, the Tom talks on Saturday, you know, I want to make sure everybody at least gets a chance to read the story, uh, you know, and see, you know, at least some of the art that's in the, in the booklet itself. Uh, just make sure to set aside a good chunk of time to read the book because it's a doozy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's going to be a big one. Um so yeah, well in that case, Todd, you got anything else? No, I think that's all I got for here and looking forward to seeing everyone this weekend. All right. Well, we're running long as usual, so let's get out of here. Uh, thank you all so very much. We really appreciate you taking the time, uh, hanging out with us and listening to us chat about the upcoming weekend. Again, join us if you can. Um, and if you can't, uh, hit us up on the boards, uh, and, uh, go over to the social medias. Um, 
and I say medias because it's probably going to have to expand at some point because Twitter's a dumpster fire uh, and just waiting to implode at any moment. But uh, uh, are we are we threading at all yet? Should I be setting up the philosophical? I think we should. I, we should totally set, set up the thread, man. I've got a thread. Okay. I, I was like, I was like, yeah, I'm going over there. You know, and, right. I, mean, I, I got no love for Zuckerberg either, really. But at least that thing seems stable and isn't going to like you know just stop working because of a petulant billionaire. It's <laughs> like a baby. Uh, so anyway, thank you all. Thank you all so, so very much. Um, we, we appreciate your ears. Uh, take care of yourselves. Take care of one another. Stay safe out there. And remember, promoters, always, thank you for saying it last week, Todd. Roll responsibly. 